Are you ready to be connected? You're listening to the Insured Connection Podcast by Pica Group, a pro-assurance company, where we provide expert advice for your practice when you need it most. We connect you with industry leaders to discuss timely topics so you can listen, learn, and get back to caring for your patients. Now, let's connect. Hey, everyone. It's Dr. Ross Taubman, President and Chief Medical Officer of PICA. Today, we are privileged to have in the office Dr. John Holtman, Executive Director of the California Podiatric Medical Association, and Dr. Adam Howard, President of the California Medical Association. Gentlemen, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. So I'd like to chat a little bit about why you partner with PICA. We've been a longstanding partner with CPMA amongst many uh, organizations in podiatry, but, but why is it from the association per perspective it's important to partner with PICA? Well, I think it's important. Uh, probably the biggest reason, in my opinion, is, is it's mutually beneficial. Uh, we have common goals. We're interested in membership. You're interested in in um, uh, our members, as far as uh, you know, being members and, and uh, dealing with PICA. Uh, we're interested. Uh, we're fortunate to have a podiatrist right now at the the head of PICA, who's also interested in the goals for our specialty. Uh, CPMA uh, works strongly in those goals. Uh, we've appreciated uh, some financial support we've gotten from PICA, which obviously allows us to do much more in the area of accomplishing our goals. Uh, we have a lot of future goals that we think are also aligned with PICA. We need to grow membership. Uh, we need to engage students to a, a much better level. We need to engage members, I'm sorry, uh, student uh, and uh, resident, uh, residents in our profession. And we need to... Um, relate much more to younger members uh, and that takes I think uh, a village not just an association so so doc, dr. Howard you're a practicing podiatrist um, first give me your perspective on, on why you think it's important to be insured with PICA from a podiatrist standpoint well my opinion is is comes back to relationships and the foundations of of what you build together and what you can do together. And PICA's the only, the only company that, that CPMA endorses. And to me that carries a lot of weight. It shows what kind of company PICA is. With regards to um, as a malpractice carrier and why PICA, um, most people think of insurance especially students and residents, is something that you'll have to worry about when you start practicing. They don't think about the future. They're so focused on their training. But in the event that something unforeseen happens, when you do start to practice, what are you going to do? Who are you going to turn to? Who's going to be there for you? It's the things that you have to think about that you never hope to have to happen in your practice. And PICA has always been there, has always supported our association, has always supported podiatrists. And because of these things, these are things that you always know you can count on. These are always situations that if you get into trouble, whether it's warranted or not, who are you going to trust that's going to back you? Who's going to support you? Who's going to fight for you? And um, beyond claims, the administrative defense coverage is also a huge factor that I think a lot of people don't understand. I myself 
have used that service through PICA. Um, there was an insurance that was giving me trouble. And with one phone call, that problem went away. And that only happens when you have companies that back you like PICA does. So from, thank you for that answer. From now put on your hat as president of CPMA and um, talk about uh, challenges in practice today and what CPMA can do to help your members navigate through those challenges. So really the benefits of being a member of CPMA. Talk to me about that. The benefits of being a member of CPMA, I find, is one in which, as an organization, I, for me, I say, what do you belong to? What do you believe in? What are your ultimate goals? So from using as an example, legislatively, are we moving our profession forward or are we getting bottled up, stagnant, and, and standing still? And for those that are not members of CPMA, of course, they benefit from the hard work that we all do. Um, let's look at what's happening right now in our state with MICRA. So we have something that it's, you obviously know quite well. And if we don't protect MICRA and that goes away, um, the belief is that our malpractice rates could double. I believe it would actually quadruple based off of estimates of what the cap um, would go to that would change the landscape of podiatry. You would have a lot of people that are currently practicing that say, you know what, I'm out. I don't need to do this anymore. I've made my money, I'm retiring. Now you're gonna have students and residents who are coming out of school or the residency programs ready to start practice, in debt, and now they're being told that they have to pay four times the amount to even make the same amount that they currently do now. They're not moving forward, they're moving backwards. Things like this, it's a house of medicine issue. It's not even podiatry. But these are the things as an organization and with the support of PICA that we fight together. And this is what CPMA is all about. That's why it's important to be a member, to be connected to your organization so we can do this all hands on deck. So, so PICA has, has been a partner with CPMA, as I mentioned, for, for many years. Micra that's being referenced is legislation that was passed in the 1970s that placed caps on non-economic damages uh, related to personal injury lawsuits that has had many challenges um, over the years and now has a new challenge uh, again uh, co coming up. And Pike has been proud to, to support CPMA as well as the entire effort of all physicians in California. But John, talk about, talk about the how this brings the coalition of medicine together in California, uh, circling around one particular issue, just as one example of the efforts that CPMA has done to uh, be part of organized medicine in California. Yeah, I mean, uh, as bad as the challenge is, it also opens an opportunity uh, to work with other associations because this is an area where everybody suddenly realizes that we're in the same boat with all other physicians, and physicians realize the same thing. Uh, back before I practiced before Micra, when our malpractice rates were doubling every year, tripling to a point that podiatrists could not get insurance uh, for one year. Uh, when Micra passed, 
uh, everybody's malpractice rate went down, and, and we lived comfortably until a challenge, um, I forget how many years ago that was, uh, six or so years ago, uh, the challenge on Micra. And um, CPMA and our uh, entire leadership was involved with the California Medical Association in training to be able to speak to the media on the issue. Uh, there was a tremendous amount of money uh, poured into this from the opposition uh, uh, to fight it. Uh, CPMA participated not just uh, in terms of our volunteer time, uh, but financially. Uh, and certainly uh, PICA helped out in that, in that fight. Uh, as this comes around again, we know that the Medical Association is going to be looking to us as part of that team uh, to fight this again. Uh, and with our House of Delegates uh, coming up, where we, we're going to have the executive director, uh, the president of the California Medical Association, and their chief lobbyist uh, in the room when we discuss that, uh, we are going to play the, uh, the short video of uh, Dr. Taubman uh, talking about uh, PICA's assistance in uh, uh, not just as a CAP member, uh, but even financially uh, helping these associations uh, defeat this uh, this bill. So we certainly appreciate that, but it is a, another thing where we realize all physicians um, either we all suffer together, we should also advance together. Want to receive a monthly newsletter with topics from the Insured Connection? Head over to pikagroup.com forward slash insured connection and join our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. Um, the leadership of CPMA has been very active over a large number of years in uh, creating collaborative opportunities with the medical community there. How does that benefit uh, a podiatrist uh, in the long run, and, and why is it so important to CPMA to continue down that road? Well, pretty much my entire time in the, in the specialty, uh, uh, there's been incremental advancement uh, each step leading towards uh, what we commonly refer to as parity uh, with uh, the House of Medicine. Uh, when we first started out, uh, it was a four-year curriculum. Now it's a seven-year process, four years of pediatric medical school, three years of, of residency training. As, as the education is advanced, uh, we also look to advance in all other areas, in every statute. Uh, we... Uh, I refer to it as uh, um, we've been in the red zone now, and <laughs> if we compare it to football, for a long time, the closer you get to that goal line, uh, the uh, the harder those yards get. Uh, CPMA, if we had uh, more members, uh, because every practicing podiatrist benefits from what we do. Uh, from the leg ulcer bill that we passed a few years ago, the amputation bill we passed, the work we've done with hospitals, uh, and now the advancement towards physician-surgeon recognition, uh, that everybody will benefit from that. Uh, a lot of times I'll say to non-members, uh, even though they're comfortable not joining because they know they're going to get the benefits anyway, that if everybody felt that way, we would go out of business. Uh, and it's amazing because... Not only do we advance the profession, but we're constantly protecting what we already have. And a lot of those protections will slowly erode away. So I think uh, the importance of the association and its financial strength as well as its leadership strength are important. Uh, 
trying to educate non-members as to this value, uh, in addition to so many other things we could talk about that we do, but there's no question of primary importance if, if your malpractice <laughs> rates go up four times, uh, if you're not included in insurance plans, as we once were not, if you can't get hospital privileges, which we once couldn't get, uh, it'd be pretty hard to practice this specialty, and none of that would happen if it wasn't for the associations. So, Dr. Howard, just uh, I'm going to ask you to straddle both what it's like to be a practitioner and in your practice hiring young uh, podiatry uh, people that are that are early in their podiatry career mm -hmm. into your practice because that's important for your practice to grow, but also from the association. So you're speaking to that uh, person who's graduating their residency right now, you know. Why CPMA? Why is it so important that they join the association? Well, I love this question, and, and it hits home literally in the last three years. We hired an associate, and just during COVID times, we actually hired another one um, that was fellowship trained. And it's a requirement, and as an office, we take care of all of this, but you're going to be involved with CPMA as far as being a member. Um, and you need to understand the importance of being connected to the association. We, we start it very early in, in the process uh, when we actually are hiring, and we let everyone know what the benefits are and what we're trying to do. Um, in our office, as far as the four partners, we're uh, the only office in California where, ironically, everyone was a past president, well, except for me, who's still current for another week or so. Um, but it's one of those kind of factors, and we and we practice in an area in Santa Clara, where it's one of the societies that has had many past presidents. So people that are young that come to our area or do clerkships through our office or that visit our local society, um, they're not even hearing just from me. They're not even hearing from uh, the other doctors that are in our office. They're hearing from everybody else that's at our society meetings and staying about the importance of staying connected. And uh, we're a small enough profession uh, that we all are, should be looking out for each other. And at least in our area, we do that quite well. Um, we welcome students to our society meetings so they can be connected. Um, and we want to know what they're doing. And so they feel that that camaraderie, they feel the connection to, to the society and, and the organization because all of our members that are coming to the society meetings are also members of the CPMA. So I think that the importance is to, to capture them early, show them the benefit of what it is. Uh, we also visit schools as an organization, CPMA, during the second year, we'll go and do a lecture about what it is to be involved and why you need to be connected to your organization. So they're hearing it on multiple fronts. Um, we've always had an open door policy um, to allow students to not only contact us directly um, via email, phone, um, or come spend a day with us in the office, see what it's all about, and then see the things that we have to deal with. And, and I actually enjoy talking to the students what it's like to be you know, involved with the association. And we don't expect everybody is going to get involved and become a board member, 
but they need to be connected on a grassroots level. When it's time to mobilize, we want them with us when we go and have our legislative leadership conference. Um, we pay for the students to come there, either the ones from CSPM by bus. Um, some of the students that we would get from Western, because we wanted representation from the whole state, we sponsored their flights. And we, we paid for them out of our own pockets. All, a, a bunch of us doctors just got together and said, we're going to cover the flight. And I think it's those kind of things that when we can bring them there and we can put them in front of the legislators um, or the legislative aides if, the, if they're not available and give them talking points, show them the importance of being connected to the profession, um, they look at things differently and it resonates. And then I always tell them, you know, we do this now and then later you'll pay it forward too. And that's how we, that's how we keep everyone engaged. So as we wrap up this conversation, um, you, both of you have touched on a number of things. You know, PICA started 40 years ago as we celebrate our 40th anniversary um, and are proud to be the only malpractice carrier that's singularly focused on podiatrists. And um, one of the reasons that we partner with associations like CPMA is that we have a common um, desire to speak for and represent and advocate on behalf of podiatrists, we both have that same, same focus. So it's important to PICA um, that we continue those relationships that we mutually partner on, on behalf of the profession. It's really, really important. So um, I'll let each of you close out with a, with a final comment on, on uh, why we need to continue our relationship together, both PICA and CPMA. Yeah, I, I think it's a um, it's a, a critical relationship. Uh, I don't know if CPMA has the longest standing relationship with uh, with PICA. I think we were one of the first uh, to start that, uh, probably because of the relationship of Serta, uh, which was a California company that, that went with PICA. So we knew a lot about uh, PICA before we got involved, uh, both financially, financial stability. Uh, uh, focus, um, and uh, we're pretty confident in recommending PICA because a lot of people obviously look at insurance as a commodity, uh, and clearly it's not a commodity, uh, and anybody who's sued will suddenly realize <laughs> that having saved a couple bucks uh, uh, may not be a wise decision. Uh, you really want to look at value. Uh, PICA certainly brings value to its members that uh, CPMA recognizes. Uh, PICA brings value to CPMA uh, in the relationship um, uh, in lots of different areas. The, the program they put on, which uh, hopefully uh, reduces the number of uh, malpractice uh, situations that uh, our members could find themselves in to learn from others' uh, mistakes or omissions <laughs> in records. Uh, to um, uh, attracting members to our meeting, uh, which is critically important to us, uh, to uh, supporting our, uh, our events, uh, and often several events during the course of the year. Uh, so it's uh, been essential because CPM, CPMA has been able to do more things uh, uh, with that financial support, uh, particularly in the area of advancing uh, advancing the profession. So, uh, again, uh, it's unlikely 
uh, other than PICA that we will endorse another company. Uh, and uh, to have this opportunity, even just spending this day, to, to meet staff of PICA, to see what people are doing, to see how things are handled, to uh, know what's actually going on uh, inside the company uh, uh, gives us even greater confidence uh, that uh, uh, this is a smart <laughs> productive uh, relationship that uh, we think uh, benefits uh, both of us. Thank you. Dr. Adam Howard, President of CPMA. Dr. John Holtman, uh, Executive Director of CPMA. We thank you for joining us today. Uh, We look forward to many years of partnership in the future, and uh, we hope that those of you who are listening have enjoyed this edition. Thanks very much. Thank you. And that's it for this week's episode, but let's continue connecting. If you're enjoying the Insured Connection, don't forget to leave a review on your streaming platform and subscribe now so you can connect with us each time we post a new episode. To stay connected with us throughout the week and to tell us topics we should discuss on future episodes, go to pikagroup.com forward slash insured connection.